Hello, this is Paul Abraham speaking to you from London with Learn Jazz Piano episode 15. My website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk and my email address is music at paulabrahams.com As usual, I would be very happy to receive from you any comments or questions by email and would also be grateful for any short review if you're downloading this podcast from iTunes. In the last episode, we started looking at rhythm changes and I do intend to do part two on this subject but to lead us into it I want to introduce you to the concept of tritone substitution. You need to understand this concept in order to move forward with your playing generally and particularly 251 situations, turnarounds and specifically rhythm changes. So the next episode will be part two of rhythm changes. So tritone three tones apart between two notes C D that's one tone E's two tones and three tones brings us up to F sharp so the interval sounds like this and it used to be known as the devil's interval on account of its dissonance now when we talk about tritone substitution we're talking about chords so first of all let's make those notes into triads the C triad C E and G and the F sharp triad F sharp A sharp C sharp or if you like G flat B flat D flat so what interest does that have for us? The answer is only when the chord is a dominant seventh, in this case a C7, leading to its one, which is the F. And we are going to substitute the C7 for its tritone. Now again, the tritone away from C7 is G flat 7 and these two chords don't seem to have any meaningful relationship when you put them side by side but in fact when you look a little further they have a very important relationship let's look at each one C E G B flat 1 3 5 7 Look at the three and the seven. E, B flat. The two notes that really define that chord. The three and the seven. Now let's take the G flat seven. G flat, B flat, D flat, E, one, three, five, seven. Look at the three and the seven. B flat and E. The same two notes reversed. So, C7 with its E and B flat G flat 7 with its B flat and E 
Also, if you take another look at the cycle of fifths diagram, you'll see these two chords facing each other. The C is at the top of the page, north if you like, and if you go down to the bottom, you'll see in the southern position the G flat. Now we're going to see how this works in practice. We're looking at a dominant seventh moving to its one, five, one. Again, C7 going to an F. And we're going to substitute the seventh chord of the tritone. So instead of C7 to F, we are now going to go G flat 7 to F. And you'll see that the G flat 7 is just a semitone above the 1. Now let's take a 251. G minor 7, C7, F. G minor 7, C7, F. Substitute G minor 7, G flat 7, F. And now you can see everything moves down in semitones. G minor 7, down a semitone to G flat 7, down another semitone to F major 7. Let's try some voicings for this. Left hand the usual shells. 1 and 7, G and F, moving to 1 and 3, C and E, moving to 1 and 7, F and E. The right hand, we're going to play four note chords. For the G minor 7, we're going to go 3, 5, 7, 9, which is B flat, D, F, A. And for the C seventh chord, left hand as you know, C and E. And the right hand, all that's going to change is the F is going to move one semitone down to the E. So my right hand is playing B flat, D, E, A. This is a C seventh chord. So the right hand of B flat is a seven, D is the nine, E is the three, A is the six or 13. And then we can just move back to three, five, seven, nine, A, C, E, G. Now we're going to do the same three chords in almost the same position. This is G minus seven, C seven, F. And I'm going to alter some of the notes of the C seventh. So, G minor 7, G, F, B flat, D, F, A. Now, the C chord, left hand, usual shell, C and E. Right hand, keep the B flat, which is the 7th. But now this D, I'm going to flatten, so that's now D flat, which is a flattened 9. The F moves to the E, which is the 3rd. And this A at the top, I'm going to flatten that as well. So that's a flat 13 or sharp 5 and then move normally back to the F chord as we did before shell at the bottom and then A C E G now what I want you to look at is that C seventh chord with 
the two altered notes, the D becoming the D-flat, the A becoming the A-flat. So B-flat is 7, D-flat is the flat 9, 3 is the E, and there at the top is the A-flat. Now, if you look at that chord and imagine it was a G-flat 7, in other words, the tritone substitute, we now have that B-flat becoming the third of a G-flat 7th. That D-flat is now just the fifth of it. The E is the seventh. And that top note, which is the A-flat, is the nine. And then we just move. So the sound, you can look at it as one of two things. G minor 7, C7 with flat 9, flat 13, resolving to F, or G minor, same notes, but that is now looked upon as the tritone substitute. 3, 5, 7, and 9 of the G flat chord. We also need to decide how to treat the left hand or the bottom note of this dominant seventh or its substitute. In other words, with my left hand, I could play a complete G flat seven. So that's the one and the seven of a G flat. Move back to the F or the left hand could stay with a C at the bottom. And the bass player could actually still play while we're going. And what you start to discover is that rather than this being a substitute chord, it's a combination of two things. It's the dominant seventh working alongside the substitute chord to create all the interesting extended altered notes. Let's just look at a C seventh chord. That's just one, three, five, seven. Now let's think about the G flat which is, as we know, the tritone sub, and think of what scale you would play over a seventh chord, a mixolydian mode, in fact. G flat, A flat, E flat, B, D flat, E flat, E, G flat. Just to remind you, the mixolydian is the same as a major scale but with a flat seventh. Mixolydian modes we use only for seventh chords. Now let's analyse each note and see what its relationship is to that C7. Right, there's the C7. Now we're going to take every note individually of this G flat mixolydian and see its relationship to the C7th chord. So there's a C7, 
first note of a G flat mixolydian mode, the G flat itself, is the flat 5. Next note, A flat, is a sharp 5 in relationship to the C7. Next note is just the 7th of a C7. The next note, which is the B natural, doesn't work, and we can fix that later. So for now, that's an avoid note. Next one is the D flat, and that is a flat 9 of a C7. The E flat is a sharp 9 of a C7. The E is the third of a C7, and then we're back where we started. So, just by using that scale, apart from that avoid note B, we're given the flat 9, sharp 9, flat 5, and sharp 5, all four of the altered notes. A way to simplify this is just to take the pentatonic scale of G-flat, in this case. G-flat, A-flat, B-flat, D-flat, E-flat, that avoids that avoid note B. There we go, the first note is G-flat, the flat 5, the sharp 5, the 7th, then we jump to the D-flat, which is the flat 9, the D-sharp, which is the sharp 9. So, for improvisation, you could think, OK, left hand is playing the dominant 7th, and the right hand is going to play the pentatonic of the tritone substitute, in this case, G-flat pentatonic. While we're on the subject of improvising on this C7th using altered notes, let me just remind you of the altered scale, which gives you the flat 9, sharp 9, flat 5, sharp 5, and manages to avoid that B in this case. Um, C7, if you take the C, go up a semitone, and you play the melodic minor scale of D-flat. But it starts on the C. That also gives you all of the altered notes without that B natural. So C is one, Flat 9, sharp 9, 3, flat 5, sharp 5, 7, 1. In the last episode, when we were looking at the A section of rhythm changes, I showed you how you could get by by just pretty much playing the turnaround of whatever key you're in. And as turnarounds are so essential, anyway. We need to look at what happens when we introduce the tritone substitute. As you already know, a turnaround, in jazz terms, is a 1-6 
two, five, with the six as well as the five being seventh chords. So if we stay in the key of F, F or F6, D7, and that leads to a G minor, which leads to the C7. So within that turnaround, you have two lots of dominant sevenths leading to a one. You have the D7 leading to the G minor, so that D7 functions as not only the sixth in terms of the 1625, but it also functions as a dominant seventh of the G minor, if only temporarily. This means that we've got two opportunities in a turnaround to use a tritone substitute. We already know the G minor 7. When we go to the C7, we can go to the G flat instead. But now we've got the opportunity to change the D7, the 6, to its tritone substitute. So the F chord, if you think a tritone up from D7, 1, 2, 3, is A flat. So we turn that into A flat 7. Let's see what happens. F, instead of D7, we go A flat 7. We keep the G minor. And now we go down again to the G flat 7 with either the G flat in the bass or a C in the bass. So we've now got even more chromaticism. We've got an F up to the A flat 7, drop down a semitone to the G minor, drop down another semitone to the G flat, and another semitone to the F. Now we could complete this by taking the F chord, the original one, and perhaps playing A minor 7. Now A minor 7 is very similar to an F major 7. All we're doing is going, instead of 1, 3, 5, 7, we're going 3, 5, 7, 9. So now we could go A minor 7, A flat 7, G minor 7, G flat 7. Something else to consider is that as soon as you have a, a dominant seventh, it often means you can have a two to precede it, as in two, five, one. So going back to our basic two, five, one, you get one bar of D minor seven, one bar of G seven, and two bars of C. Then you can think, okay, I'll put the tritone in instead. D minor seven, D flat seven, C major seven. And then how about putting the two before the new substitute? So you've already got the D flat seven. The two of a D flat seven is A flat minor seven. So then you've got a flat minor 7, D flat 7, C major 7. Let's put that in context of the 2 5 1 sequence. And you've got D minor, 
A flat minor seven, D flat seven, C major seven. I'll do it again. Suddenly, it opens up lots more harmonic possibilities. Sometimes you can use a tritone substitute effectively if it fits in with the melody of the tune that you're doing. A typical example of this is All the Things You Are. This is usually in A flat, and its first chords are 6, 2, 5, 1. It goes F minor. B-flat minor 7, E-flat 7, A-flat major 7. Now, if you substitute the E-flat into its tritone substitute, which is the A7, this works because that A7 fits nicely with the melody at that point. Then you could take it one step further. You've got the A7 as the new seventh. What's the two that goes before it? E minor seven. So E minor seven to A7, two five. It'll now go F minor seven, B flat minor seven. Now E minor seven, A7, and back to the a flat major 7. All in all, if you don't overuse tritone substitution, it can be very effective and give you lots more possibilities. You can practice your 2-5-1s in all keys using the substitutes. You can practice turnarounds in the same way. And also look through tunes and see where it works. I think the last thing to say is that this whole idea of substituting with a tritone seems to have come about during the time of the bebop players, Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie, Bud Powell. But it was around before that. You can listen to people like Django Reinhardt and they're already using the device. So that's plenty to be going on with for now. And just to remind you, I'd love to hear from you with your comments or questions on my email address, which is music at paulabrahams.com and a brief review in iTunes would be very welcome. See you next time.